Welcome to The Average Enthusiast After Dark. Hope you brought your dark chocolate and your dark sunglasses. And your dark, 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 dark personality. Because we're going to get real emo up in here. We're going to be on the dark side. We're going to go so dark, we're going to be Kylo Ren dark. Not only is he dark in the dark side, he's evil, he wears black, and he is so emo. Is it just me, or does he seem like the goth kids in school? He's the guy that would, like, start gauging his ears at 14. He's probably got some sort of, like, ironic tattoo somewhere. Sith or bust. Sith or bust, yeah. <laughs> Something like that. My granddaddy's Darth Vader. <laughs> That'd be a terrible tattoo. It would be really bad. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think now. Because Kylo Ren is kind of like, he's very much like a person you've met before. You know, he gets way too angry, way too quick, uh, super emo, like hyper emotional. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to like pair him with an actual stereotype for a person that I've met before. I was just watching Parks and Rec the other day. There's that weird, is he the, is he a brother? What is he? He's always dressed emo. Oh, Oren? Oren. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of Oren. Yeah. Like his overall look and personality. Oh, like, like, so, so what you're saying that if Kylo Ren was a real person, he would be like, he'd be hyper vegan and he'd just, <laughs> and he'd be like, uh, you guys know that like, uh, we're the real meat. <laughs> Although if he did eat meat, I'm sure he'd hit like his chicken a little on the dark side. <laughs> Brandon, you're so dumb. What are we talking about today? Well, obviously, we're talking about Star Wars. That's a wide gamut now. I mean, man, there's so many ways we could talk about this. We could go in release order. We could do chronological order. We could just jump all over the I place. I prefer machete style. Machete style? You never heard of machete style? Is that the cut-up one where they put them all together? It is the greatest that's option. Not- that's not the side by side, is it? No, it's based off from um, it's based off from another style where you go um, and you. I mean, yeah. So you can do it in release order: four, five, six, one, two, three, in the way you know George Lucas intended, or you can do chronological order: one, two, three, four, five, six. That's self-explanatory. There's another order that Machete Style is based off from. That order is four, five, one, two, three, six. Why jumping after five? So the reason why you do that is four is definitely the best start to Star Wars, no matter what. No matter how old you are, no matter what generation you jump in, four is just... That makes sense, because it originally was going to be a standalone movie, so it it needs to hold up on its own, so I could see that. Well, it introduces the lore perfectly, and it introduces the world perfectly, where not anything's left out. You've got the Jedi, you've got the Sith, you've got dark side, light side, force, you have the Empire, you have the Rebellion... I mean, everything's laid out in front of you there. So it's a great start to the movie. So you have to start with four. I I don't like doing in chronological order. You have to start with four at least. You jump to five. Put it it as yourself watching these movies for the first time. Mm -hmm. What is the climax of episode five? Where he gets his arm sliced off. Well, what's more important in that scene? Just his arm falling. He's so focused on the arm. I think it would be that something about genetics. I I don't know. Are we supposed to say this? No, you find out. Oh, there we go. I was waiting for that. Luke Skywalker is uh, Darth Vader's son. (gasps) What? Yeah. So, oh my God, Brandon, you're so dumb. I didn't know this. Uh, So, 
<laughs> I thought he meant like father figure. No, no, like mentor. Oh no, uh, stepdad. Step- <laughs> that would be weird. I am your. Luke, I am your stepdad. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not my real dad. Technically, that's true. But your mother and I care about you very much. Now, see, that would have been a good Kylo Ren plot. No, stop, stop. Oh, yeah. His parents were divorced. He had stepdad. That's terrible. We have people out there that have divorced parents. Yeah, I do. Brandon, Brandon, Brandon. You are kind of emo, too. At times, you're playing metal now. Yeah. Okay, so anyway. So then, uh, so that's the penultimate moment. Like, you find out that, which is great. Um, if you're watching it for the first time, um, you already knew that, but it's nice to see that scene still. Then, once you figure that out, you go to one, two, three, you see it as a flashback. Oh, okay. So, literally, you watch the movies as a flashback, and then you go into episode six. Picture that moment where the end of episode three, where you find out the origins of Darth Vader, you know, you see Obi-Wan kill, you see every the plot for episode four take, start to take place. Go from that to... The start of episode six, mm-hmm. where you, it's almost like when we last left our heroes, then it's R2-D2 and C-3PO going to Jabba the Hutt's palace mm-hmm. to rescue Han Solo. So it's like a great transition moment. Like, perfect, like, there's so much, at the end of episode five, which is my favorite Star Wars episode, there's so much thick plot that happened at the end of the movie Mm-hmm. You don't even have to have any exposition in episode six. It's literally when we last left our heroes, you move on. Yeah. So it's the perfect time to like slow down the combat, slow down the story, and uh, do a flashback or something like that. Hence, that's when you watch episode one, two, and three. Then you jump into six. When we last left our heroes, they're about to go rescue their friends so that they can officially go and destroy the Empire, which, of course... They succeed. I don't know if you've seen that. Machete style, that has a name. I can't remember what it's called. With machete style, you eliminate episode one. um, Because number one, not a lot of people like it. Number two, it gives you plot. Think about episode one really clearly. What Mm -hmm. happened in episode one? Go. (laughs) Give me some basic plot lines. You basically see where Anakin came from. Great. And how he got picked up into the Force Buddies, we'll call them, the Jedi. Like the Force Buddies. The Force Buddies. <laughs> hey, Force Buddies. Come on, Force uh, Buddy. We, we, I'm pretty sure it's mentioned in episode one. We learn about midichlorians that really throw off some canon. Which got retconned later right. on. Right, yeah. So, although that's even up for debate because after Disney took over, they said everything that wasn't in the movies was basically no longer canon, but the movies were canon. J.J. Abrams retconned Minichlorians. J.J. did? Okay. Yeah. The way he did it, too, because there was some books that came out, too, it essentially stated that it was still canon, but they were wrong about the Minichlorians. Huh. It had nothing to do with it. Threw it in as a weird science fact. They were attracted to the force yeah, or something kinda weird like, like that. It's kind of like right now, apparently chocolate is good for you, and then 10 years from now they're going to say, chocolate is bad for you, stay away from it. You need to stop watching Vox. Well, I'm just saying. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> That's essentially what they did in the Star Wars universe with midichlorians. Like, oh, no, the more midichlorians have, the more powerful of a Jedi you are. <laughs> and then, like, you know, uh, what was it? 50 years late, 50, 60 years after that, then it was all of a sudden they say in the universe, oh, no, it turns out midichlorians are mean nothing. We had that wrong the whole time. Can you imagine, like, Jedi clickbait? You'll never believe what the Force has found. Click here for more. <laughs> what the Force has found. <laughs> I saw a YouTube I saw a YouTube thing, and it was about I think I've told you this once. The whole thing was about um, what if uh, Yoda quit the Force? 
<laughs> and like and became a stand-up comedian. <laughs> so like literally oh, he quits man. like the force and the Jedi. I don't know. It's just funny. So anyway, so episode one. So yeah, we, we learn about Anakin, where he came from, incorrect background on the force. We learn what pod racing is because it matters. <laughs> There is some stuff about intergalactic trade. So here's the thing, though. All that stuff, if you watch episode two and three or any of the other episodes. It's all recapped. You don't need the first episode right. at all. You yeah. really don't. You can jump in in episode two, Senator Amidala. She's flying down on the ship, and then it finds out you find out that she's being targeted for assassination. You could have started like that. Mm-hmm. Introduced us to Amidala, and then introduced us to Anakin and Obi-Wan, and that's it. I mean, like, the way they did it, it was like, it's like they gave us re-exposition there. What'd be really nice about that is you could pretty much totally scrap Jar Jar Binks. You could scrap Jar Jar Binks. You know what stinks about it, though? It means you'd have to get rid of Qui-Gon Jinn. And I mean, like, and I know that... But uh, no, that could be a good thing. And I'll tell you why. Because... We can use Liam Neeson later on for something else. We can use Liam Neeson again. You get rid of episode one. Webisode? We Let's get rid of webisode one. <laughs> webisodes. Webisode. There were webisodes, weren't there? Uh, there's the Clone Wars stuff. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, you get rid of episode one. We get Liam Neeson back. He's back in the roster. Throw him on the bench and wait for a really good character. <laughs> and we'll throw him in there again. Because I'll kid you not. Yeah. So I just watched Rogue One. I know I'm really late. Sorry, guys. The... Uh, oh, crap. I can't remember his name now. I just watched it. Jin Asaro? Yeah. When I first saw him, he had a very similar like profile to Liam Neeson. And then it threw me off because I'm like, you can't reuse actors like that. Although there was the, uh, before uh, episode eight came out, people were thinking that uh, uh, Snokes was, uh, uh, who was Samuel L. Jackson's character? Uh, Mace Windu. Mace Windu. Yeah, they thought it was thought... him, that he didn't die. It that still he was could be. I, I guess. But could be. what would it add at this point, now that he's... Shaky, shaky, shaky. Uh, <laughs> what? What? It's still in theaters, Brandon. <laughs> now that he's dead. Um, spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler, sorry. Uh, it, it doesn't really make that much of a difference. They could have done a lot with that, but yeah. No. yeah. Although, I wonder how the timing would work on that, because there can only be two Sith at a time, right? Because there's, there's so... the Master, and then the Apprentice, and then the final act of the Apprentice is to overthrow your master, and then find a new apprentice, right? Is that how the Sith works, or is that all retcon too? No. So the Sith do not generally work that way. Um, that's the way the Jedi see it. Like, the Sith would never go, like, you would never teach your apprentice to be like, one day you will kill me, and you will become <laughs> the master. I guess that's a They're good point. They're not going to do that. That's the way the Jedi see the Sith. Okay. In a lot of ways, it's true. It genuinely works that way. But the Sith actually work in a lot of ways. In the old Republic, uh, they actually were much like the Jedi, where they like they had their own temple. There were many Sith lords out there. They would bring in young Force users to learn the ways of the dark side, stuff like that. Here is my question for you: Top Star Wars character, who's your favorite all time movies or other canon references? Well, that's easy. Jar Jar Binks. Mm. No, mm. no, not at all. Mm. You know what's funny is like when when that movie first came out. And before I saw the movie, it seemed like, oh, this will be like a really cool, fun character. No, he's extremely annoying. Did you watch it when it first came out? Yeah, I watched it in theaters when I, I was a not, youngin. I did not. My brothers and I went to see Flubber. <laughs> my, <laughs> close enough. Close enough. And then, uh, and then John, my brother John, went to go see Star Wars. 
<laughs> no, that's not true. I went to see Flubber. John went to see Star Wars. And Chris and Tom went to see Ocean's Eleven at that same time. Oh, wow. We just all went to the movies. That was when I was downtown, and we lived, like, right there. And uh, we just all went at the same time. I know. We were weird like that. No, I, I guess, in all honesty, I, I think my favorite character is probably Han Solo. Thinking only in the main series, mainline series, and I guess... I don't, do we count Rogue One in the main series? I mean, it basically is, right? No. It's like episode three and a half no, kind of a thing. No, it's a part of the Star Wars Legends series. Oh, is it? Which are, it, which it are literally all going to be canon. straight into mm-hmm. four. It's a Star Wars Legends series, which are all canon, but... Not um, considered main. The mainline series... Are just the episodes. Well, yeah, they're just the episodes. I thought the criteria was that they followed the Skywalkers, but now I mean, they changed it up a little bit. It's possible that none of the Skywalkers are even in nine. It essentially follows the main storyline between the Sith and the Jedi. You know, then every other, all the Legends series, they will be little branches, off branches here and there, stuff like that. Okay. Um, so we have the Han Solo movie coming out in May. You know, that's going to be a Star Wars Legends right. called Solo. It's going to be a solo movie called Solo. A solo movie called Solo, yeah. It's going to be a drum solo on it. It's going to be great. Speaking of Solo, um, yeah, I think overall he's probably my favorite character. I, I really don't pick a lot of favorites, but if I had to pick one, I'd pick him. Um, I, I kind of just like him as a character because he's kind of... The the disbelief he has, Yeah, I think, is, is kind of interesting because, like... It's a, it's a different kind of disbelief because if, at first it's just like, ah, whatever, the force. But then he actually sees it work mm-hmm. and he's still just kind of like, ah, whatever. <laughs> like, the, it's such a strong disbelief. In episode six and seven, he believed in it. He talked about it in seven. Yeah. I mean, he believes he said, in it, but he's still just so. He gives a line like, it. he gives a line like, you know, there's something about those old stories as he's telling Ray and Finn. Right. Something about those old stories, they were true. Yeah. You know, so he does believe in it in the end, you know, and then he dies. <laughs> he <laughs> like, does. <laughs> like that timing. It's good. Um, no, I'm a huge Han Solo fan. Do you know about how much uh, Harrison Ford made playing that character in total? About Tree Fitty? $500 million. That's it? No. $500 million. Uh, Salary for the actual movies was less than that, but he got some pretty sick royalty deals as well. Do you know how much he made? My manager and I, we looked up all this like last night because we found out Robert Downey Jr. for the next two Infinity Wars movies. He's slated to make with Royal because he actually is the only superhero that has a royalty deal for the superhero he plays. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, Captain America, nobody else does, but uh, Robert Downey Jr. does for Tony Stark and Iron Man for both because technically they're two separate characters when you play those. Um, he is slated to make uh, $200 million. For the two movies, the Infinity War movies. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Anyways, uh, he'll probably become the most highest paid actor of all time after that, too. Harrison Ford made $500 million amongst all the movies that he's been in. For Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, the latest uh, uh, Indiana Jones movie, he made $60 million for that piece of junk. <laughs> I mean, they still... I mean, it was still popular. They made a lot of money with it, but... Uh, Sixty million. Sixty million for that. Isn't that amazing? You know, I don't feel bad for saying I didn't watch that one. Um, you know, it had its moments. It was just No, I'm not gonna defend it. I really don't 
I normally don't like being a bandwagon, but I really didn't like it. There's some weird stuff. That is definitely a series I should go back and rewatch, though. Uh, Indiana Jones? Jones. It's been so long. Why well, have ruled Dr. Jones? <laughs> yeah, I bet it'd be almost comical because of stuff like that now. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's pretty good. What? Uh, so, yeah, we, whoa, tangent. <clears throat> so, Han Solo's mine. What's yours? What do you think mine is? Because mm. I've always been pretty open about mine. Uh, Yoda? Jar Jar Banks. Oh, so dumb. What is wrong with you? Uh, Ray. No. Qui Gon Jinn. I mean, I do like Ray a lot. She is Trey Adorable. She, yeah, but you know what? I don't care for her as much in this last movie. No, nope. you didn't care for Ray. I started just kind of disconnecting with her. My favorite is that um, alien that Luke squeezes the blue milk out of. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the, do we ever get a name for movie? those things? Do we even know what they're called? I don't think they were ever addressed. It's their quad boobs. Quad boobs. Because that is definitely what they are. <laughs> you know was... what's weird about that scene? <laughs> Everything. We've talked about this. Yes. I am pretty sure that they had that weird blue milk scene in there just like in order to make fun of themselves. So that like that would become a meme. It just adds to the popularity. Like, what is this weird scene in the Star Wars movie? Because literally, it wasn't like a cow with like an udder with little, you know, things sticking out of it. It was four distinct breasts. He grabbed a boob. He grabbed it by the haunch, squeezed it like a baby does, and gave himself blue milk. And then gave this really awkward stare at Ray afterwards. It was so quiet. Oh, the awkward stare from that weird alien, the giraffe thing. Everything was just odd about that whole thing. Anyways, that's my favorite character. Do you, think it, do you think it felt good to the to the alien? Like he enjoyed it? She it, enjoyed it? it? You don't know. It could be he. Here's the real question. Okay. We assume it's milk because it looks like it's coming out of a breast. What if it is? No. I'm, I'm not going to give specifics. I'm just saying, what if it is a completely different fluid coming out of a completely different organ of the alien, but we don't know it? Because it's an alien. We don't know the anatomy of that thing. It's true. It could be some unknown body part that we don't encounter or have here. It could be urine. It it could be. I'm just saying. I don't think so, because that would imply that it's waste. It's obviously not waste. I hope. You thought about this a lot. I hope it's not waste. Maybe the maybe the nutrients that aren't important to that creature are important to us. So it is crap. It could be waste. I mean, literally flies eat our poop. That's true. Speaking of I crap, guess it could be waste. What if it's crap? What if it's also true? <laughs> you know, okay, so to answer your question. That's not my favorite. Do they the enjoy way. it? You know, honestly, there's just a bunch of them sitting on the rocks waiting for it to happen. So. I mean, and they're like just sitting there. It's not like a, it's not like a creature that's like on all fours or something. Right, they're just hanging out. It waiting. looks like a dude just sitting there, just like, and they're looking at the sunset with each other, and they're just looking out there. Then all of a sudden, this guy comes in and squeezes their haunch, <laughs> gets some blue milk. They're like, oh, literally, like, let's make a conversation right now. Hey, Bill, look at that uh, beautiful sunset over there. Oh, it looks great. You know, I just really enjoy being on this island. And, oh, it's uh, beautiful. I love this, this place. conversation with you. And uh, hey, who's this guy coming up here? Oh, I've oh, seen him before. I don't know. You know, man, he just come to enjoy the. Oh, what is he doing to you? Hello, <laughs> my turn. Oh, I'm gonna look at this other person. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see what he's doing? See, it just makes no sense. <laughs> it's, it's a very so odd dumb. scene. It's so dumb. It is. Anyways, uh, so my favorite character is Darth Vader. Always has been. Always will be. Darth Vader. Love Darth Vader. Mm, I love him. James Earl Jones is Darth Vader. 
It's amazing. He, if you, I remember watching uh, episode four when they released the Blu-rays. It was like 2011, they re- released Blu-rays, and I bought them right away. The moment I saw them, I had to have them. Two things I noticed. First thing was uh, some of the stormtroopers on their chest plate. It's slightly, you can slightly see a number for like the costume or something like that. So like the one you notice the most, and you didn't notice in the original, but you notice in the high definition one, because it was such a slight little writing on there, and it took up, it's almost like an engraving in the chest plate armor mm. that took up the entire front chest. It said like zero on one breast and seven on the other. Mm. And I remember I noticed it on a couple of them, and I kind of squinted, and then one of the stormtroopers was close to Darth Vader as they zoomed in on him, and it was very clear. It says zero seven on his chest. And it was just uh, to help them number the costume. But it was so subtle that you weren't supposed to see it on film Yeah. until they had the HD Blu-rays. But I remember when they zoomed in on Darth Vader's helmet uh, in episode four in the Blu-ray, his helmet looked like so plasticky. And it just looked like like the little ends, like the sharp edges in the helmet were like not sharp. They were all like clearly like molded by hand and stuff like that. <laughs> I think I even saw a fingerprint in one part of it. Oh, jeez. Um, and then you watch episode five and six in HD and they cleaned it up a lot better and everything. But yeah. it really like I really remember seeing like the cost that they actually put into the first Star Wars movie was not very much. Well, they get so much budget. So here's a question. Have you ever actually watched the Star Wars holiday special? I, you haven't watched it? I couldn't make it all the way through. How far did you get? I got like 15 minutes, maybe. It gets weird. Like, there's like some weird, like Julia Child alien that's, that's like on a cooking show. That's probably about where I stopped. That right got there? really weird. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, on. It's on YouTube, so you you can find it. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, don't no. watch it. No. Happy light day. Happy light day. <laughs> you know what's weird too about the blue milk? They call You're it back to that. <laughs> just, I just just hit me. They call it blue milk in the movies. So they, they must recognize that it's a different color milk. Does that mean they <laughs> have white, the white milk, milk there? Well, maybe maybe they just always give milk a color designation because there's so many different kinds. Yeah. Because maybe yeah. there's pink milk and brown milk. And green milk. Green. What do you think Chewbacca's mother's milk was colored? We just assume they're mammals, but they might not I be. I assume it was some sort of fluorescent chartreuse. It could be that as well. It could be. Yeah. So, oh my gosh, this has gone in a lot of places. I love... The way they forced Ghost Yoda in oh, episode eight. I love the way they did it. He was a puppet again, which was yeah. such a great idea. Like he literally was like bouncing around and everything like a puppet, like he's back in his old age again, yeah. like when he was there. Um, or if he's not a puppet, they did a really good job in the CG. So But he, it but, yeah. felt it felt more practical effects than CG. Yeah. So I mean I they, they could have done CG and I you know either it's, way they made him like a puppet. Yeah, it's it's not like uh, <clears throat> would it be episode three, which I'm not Set mad. The one where he was bouncing around battling. That's episode two. Was at that the two? End of episode okay. two? Which I'm not mad. at. I love that too. It was a good scene, and at the time, it was amazing. Yeah. But now looking back at it, you're like, oh, that's totally CG. He was already 960 at that time. Yeah. What's the difference between him being 960 and being able to do that, and 980? Being frail and not being able to do it anymore. <laughs> hey man, those, and dying. Those last those those last twenty feel like two hundred. I was gonna say <laughs> those last twenty. Yeah, Star Wars is awesome. 
You know, we'll 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 dabble here and there. You know, more and more conversations. But uh, let us know who your favorite character is. Very interested in that. Brandon, do you want to uh, give us the hashtags? Sure, Kenneth. You can find us at Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and of course you can subscribe on iTunes and Google Play. We hope to hear from you. Join us on our Facebook group and post your favorite character and episode of Star Wars. Okay, sorry, I'll stop. You ever see me do that before? So one of my favorite jokes to do. This is by this is from Ethan Ambrose. I'm gonna call him out right now. He does this. He'll ask you to like pass him his cup at the end of the table. And like if you're gonna get up or something, he'll be like, Hey Brandon, can you pass me that cup? And then as you're about to walk up to him, he holds his hand out to pick it up. And he'll as you're walking still, he'll go, hee oh, <laughs> make it look like the cup is floating to him. Yeah. Uh it's one of my favorite things. Ethan, you're the man. Star Wars, you're awesome. JJ, cannot wait for episode nine. I'm glad he's back in it. That's going to be awesome. May the force be with him. That was a podcast. You chose to listen to who? Do you think you make good choices? Whether you dare her, you have Brandon and Kendall. Talk about things that are cool We're feeling enthusiastic That you can be average too So dumb, so dumb